Coming up this week, a recall affects some Diamond Celebration celebration merchandise, the oldest building at Disneyland is moved to a new location, and the flag retreat honors a hero. Plus, later, Nancy begins a series of podcasts focusing on making sure your kids have a great time in the parks. This week, the free years. All that coming up next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 543 for the week of January 24th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! <laughs> it's only Sorry, been a couple I'm weeks. It's okay. About it's kids okay. At Disneyland. <laughs> um, Mary Jo Willie. Hello. Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And Tony Spatel. Hello. Oh, hey folks. How was your week? <laughs> oh my god. Crazy sounds like. I was so happy to get into the parks and not think about my work week. Oh yeah. So. I just got back like five minutes before we started recording. So nice, nice. Must be nice to live in Southern California where you could just run to Disneyland and. Mm-hmm. Huh? I, wait, hey. I walked out of the park into the parking lot with today. <laughs> That's true. I, I didn't get a chance to put it up before I got put it up on Facebook before I got in the car. But Mary, Mary Jo, and I took a selfie on the escalator in the parking nice, garage. Nice. <laughs> Alright, hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen to us every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, join us at Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com, and listen and chat live, which is really cool. Uh, also be sure to listen to our other Diz Unplugged shows. The Dreams Unlimited Travel Show goes up every Monday. The Walt Disney World Show is live every Tuesday at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time. The trip goes up on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, Universal show live 10 a.m. Pacific on Thursdays. And we have one more episode of, of Connecting with Walt, Michael? Yes, we do on Friday, um, episode nine, Designing a Whole New World. We actually have our first special guest on, um, David Younger. He's the author of the new book, Theme Park Design and the Art of, in- of Themed Entertainment. And so we talked with David about the um, science and art of designing a theme park. We once and for all um, determined... That why Disneyland is the first theme park and not not Sperry Farm, <gasps> as they claim. Oh. Uh, we talk about the different approaches the Imagineers took in designing the Magic Kingdom and Epcot Center, which was Disney's first park without a castle. And for our young Dizzers, David shares his advice for becoming a theme park designer. So um, it was a great uh, um, conversation. So it'll be up this Friday. Excellent. And of course, David. Yeah, 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 all of you have met David, so. <laughs> and of course, every day at 9 a.m. Pacific is the Daily Fix. Uh, you can catch that at www.info.com slash daily fix. That's your daily three to four minute news of the day. Everything going on in Disney. All right, um, any housekeeping? I think we have a bunch. I know. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, let's start with me. Okay. Um, <laughs> cause you can do that. <laughs> because I can do that. No, I was just noticing I, every, every week or so I'll update all the events on, on the Diz just to make sure if that new date, if something didn't have dates yet, I can, you know, put them in if it's you know, a few months out. So I was noticing Bats Day and Dapper Day have moved to be on the same weekend. Are you in spring, Why? right? Why? Yes. Wait, that's in what? Dapper Day. Dapper Day. No. Yes. Oh, well, when, I mean, they kind of go along. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm just no they of don't. Not at all. Everybody's going to be dressed. <laughs> oh, it's going to be. So if, if anybody listening knows why this is happening or if maybe the websites just are wrong and they haven't been updated yet. But, yeah, it looks like uh, I think it's May f- the weekend of May 1st or April April 30th, May 1st. Um Looks like they're both around then, so which is really really weird. Wow, when cultures um, collide, yeah, 
Right. Oh my gosh, that's going to be such a fun day to go. Overlap in those, but I mean, there is some overlap, but yeah, no. Um, all right. Uh, Mary Jo, you did something very cool today. I did. Uh, my son Nicholas and his girlfriend Yasmin and I had, um, classic tea at the Disneyland Hotel. It was, it's actually called Classic Afternoon Tea at the Disneyland Hotel. And it just opened up on Friday. Mm-hmm. So we did it today. And they say it goes from noon to 3 p.m. We were, <laughs> we, we checked in at noon and we, it was a quarter to three when we left. We were having such a lovely time. And, you know, teas, usually you always see a lot of women go, but it was Steakhouse. It's at, it's located at Steakhouse 55 for those of you who don't know. And there were women, there were families, there were couples, there were, and the room was almost completely packed. So it was really nice. And then they played classical music in the background, kind of low key. And it was just a really, really lovely experience. So I wanted us to all try the premium tea party, which includes you get sparkling wine, the scone, salad, tea sandwiches, desserts, and then you get a farewell truffle. And that's the most expensive option. But I wanted to try everything that they had to offer. And then later on when we go back, then we can choose that or the classic tea party. And we all enjoyed it. And it was really funny because my son's eating, you know, cucumber watercress sandwiches and <laughs> and everything. But one of the cool things that I thought about it is that they let us try any tea that we wanted and we could get refills and try different teas. So we all chose different hot teas to drink. And then we wanted to try another tea just to try one and she brought it out to us and it was really nice. And then they also have iced tea. They have a mountain berry or a mint and Yasmin got the mountain berry and they brought her the tea plus a whole carafe. So um, even though the food is, you know, they serve you the one serving, which is four sandwiches, two scones that are slightly different with the clotted cream, the blueberry jam and the lemon curd to go with it. And then different desserts. And every, everybody gets um, the same thing. So they give you, for those of you who have never been to a tea before, you get a, a three-tiered um, serving. It's like three plates with the dessert on the bottom, the sandwiches in the middle, and the scones on top. And they usually have um, each of those can serve up to two people. So since there were three of us, they served us on two, two of those those um, different, different um, plates. And for dessert, we had uh, chocolate-covered strawberries, mini fruit tart, and we had, I think, three, two or three macarons each. And it's um, Chef Marcel. For those of you know, who know Chef Marcel, he's the one that designed the, the food that we, we would eat at the tea, and everything's made from scratch. It was absolutely delicious. We, we had such a nice time. It was very relaxed, lovely, impeccable service. They had a lot of people, and I don't know if it's, you know, usually when they get something new, they get a lot of people there. And so we had, uh, um, you know, people refilling our water right away, and we had people checking in on us, but it wasn't over the top. You know, they they waited to see if there was, like, a lull in our conversation. And they were so nice. They were explaining picture. Anything we wanted, they were doing. So I would I do recommend this tea for anybody who'd like to do something extra at Disneyland. So, Very cool. Yeah, it was it was nice. And there was some clarification in the chat room. People were asking what Bat's Day is. Bat's Day is celebration of all things goth. Yep, I put a so. link to the blog I did. Yes, yeah, so well, that's yeah. yeah. One of my like favorite Bat's Day costumes was a little. She must have been about five or six years old, and she was a dead Tinkerbell. Oh, oh, but she was no. awesome. That's Bad. not an awe. That was like <laughs> ah. Very cool. No, dead Tinkerbell. No, sorry, I'm not having it. This is going to be like a <laughs> West Side Story. They're going to dance and fight each other. Yeah, the bats versus uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> the bats versus the daps. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Any other housekeeping? Ooh, I got a ton of stuff. Okay, but cool. I won't give you all of it. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Give us, give us the highlights. Hit the highlights. Um. FYI, they just closed the bridge into Adventureland. Mm-hmm, so that. you can go up to the, um, Dole up whips. to the Dole Whips. 
and the line forms on the hub side, and then it's closed to the back end of the bridge. So, so you got to go through Frontierland to get to Adventureland. Yep. Yeah. And and traffic is pretty darn tight. It's just the bridge they're working on, right? Mm. Well, you can't get. Well, on I guess Tiki it's Road. the other side of the bridge. It's the sign. Oh, is that and what it is? Over, okay. It's the overarching covering thing. So, the, like the bathrooms and stuff are still there, right? Yeah, the bathroom. Okay, yeah. It's it's fully open on the opposite side. Okay. On on the shop side, the bathrooms, all yeah. that. That's yeah. the walkway you have to yeah. use to get to Frontierland to get out. Yeah. But it's like they're working on the overhead bridging. Mm-hmm. You so, know, the Adventureland sign. Nancy, from the Main Street, could you get in, into the Tiki Room from the Main Street side? Yes. Okay, yeah. because yes, I was on the, main, I was on the Adventureland the side, and I I assumed that it was closed because we had to go through Frontierland to get to Main Street. Yeah, they actually have um, a wall up along the back edge of the Tiki Room. So, it's kind of... So, I thought the Tiki Room was completely closed at first. But I guess you just exit out and around the front or something. Okay. Maybe or, they're okay. or back out the front door. Yeah, or back out the front door or something. Oh. I I didn't have enough time to investigate that. That was one of the last things I found as I was walking out the door, going, "Oh crap!" I like get like like we need more construction in the parks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, you know, but the one cool piece of construction thing that was a real pain in the butt while it was there was when they had the route to the potties at the French market, the little pathway there. They had that completely sealed off for a while, and you could only get there, get to the potties by walking all the way around through the middle. Oh, of that the was a long time ago, though. I know, but still, for people who haven't Don't been in the last people. month, that's finally open again, thank uh, God. I know, that was open a long time ago. Almost positive. Well... Pooter, I'm still happy. I was just comparing it to inconvenience. Okay. All right. For inconvenience sake. But um they still had the um they still had the pathway back to partially back to Big Thunder um mm-hmm. close open. You know, where around Big Thunder. I noticed that too, yeah. Yeah, that's still open. So I was talking to the guys at Skipper School, mm-hmm. which we can talk more about later, because that was kind of fun. Did you know that if you go to Skipper School and get a degree, that that degree acts as a fast pass to get on the attraction when right. they reopen? Yep. I think that's so cool. Did we say that? And I those remember and the skippers, they're always engaging, but they were extra engaging, right, Nancy? They said, come visit them. Yeah. They told me to tell everyone on the <laughs> show, <laughs> Nan- come visit Tell them Nancy them. sent you. <laughs> I, I was talking to Dino, Skipper Dino. <laughs> And Skipper Dino said, come visit us. Because you, not a lot of people really fully understand that they're there and doing that. Right. Now, I Same talked with about, the trains. I talked about uh, the Lily Bell last week, but I saw that now you can go across the tracks and visit the the buildings over there at, in New Orleans Square, right? The oh, we didn't get a chance to do that. The buildings that are on the other side of the train track. Okay, that's something I want to oh, do, I'm, and cool. I'm going to be there for me too. Now, I remember those are from a movie or something, aren't they, yeah, Michael? The train station, so dear to my heart. It's a yeah, recreation. Oh, it's it. a recreation. Okay, mm-hmm. never mind. Because okay. the original it's building, fake. I think, was given to Ward Kimball, and um, and then when Walt was building Disneyland, he wanted it back. And Ward <laughs> said no because what it was was it was only a facade. So yeah. Ward went to the expense of having it remade as a real building. So there was no way he was going to give it to Walt after he put all that money into it. So then Walt rebuilt it. And then they do use that, that same station in, um, you know, the two brothers segment in, um, you know, in Mr. Lincoln. Oh yeah. Okay. The the depressing part. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Two brothers. I love that song. I need to watch that. Um, Abraham Lincoln. But there's more happening at the parks. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, what was I going to say? Who knows? Um, okay, where was I? Hang on. i got to go back to my, my note page because it got stupid phone. Um, Haunted Mansion's obviously open again. Which means Small World is down. No, it was open today. Okay. It'll probably go down on Monday. It probably yeah. go down tomorrow mm-hmm. is what... Where they're thinking, I yep. I couldn't get a straight answer out of anybody. Um, I, I'll I'll check. I'll, I'll post a link to the to the refurb page, but I, that's it should be up to date on the disc. So. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's tomorrow that it goes down to get back get get the uh, get the Christmas out of it. 
And then, uh, let's see, it's still loading. I have to go to my other email I sent okay. you with stuff. Okay, um, while Nancy's looking for that, I'll just quickly say that, you know, you, we've already talked in the show about the Paint the Night um, specials at the for the Aladdin takeout dinner mm-hmm. and, and Blue Bayou. Um, if you have the Aladdin takeout, you're going to be able to watch the parade from across It's a Small World, but unlike... The seats that you get when you go on the tours, you're, it's standing room only. And if you go to Blue Bayou, the area that you're going to be in is between the Market House and Town Square on Main Street. They have an area cordoned off. And again, it's standing room for people to watch um, Paint the Night. Cool. All right. Anybody else have housekeeping? Well, Nancy oh, looks. someone in the chat. Here's a good question. Somebody asked in the chat room, Michael, can you confirm this? Um where is the famous bench where Walt's inspiration struck? That's still in the entryway of um, the Mr. Lincoln. I'm sure that's a recreation. Too, there is right? there's many well, of those benches um, around. Yes, there are. Because there's but one at the, the Walt Disney Family Museum also. Oh, okay. They have one at the Walt Disney Family Museum, like Michael said. One at the Opera House, like Nancy said. They have one at the. They still have one at the Carousel. Um, that's dedicated. Mm-hmm. So they have they. You know, it's take your pick. His butt probably rested on all of them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. Well, the guy who's the one of the Jansen brothers who owned E-Ticket Magazine, which they sold to the the Disney family, um, all the archives of it. Um, his wife actually owns the carousel. Oh. So there you go. Go. Cool. So that's probably where some of that all. Is, you know, where, why the bench, one bench went to the family museum, et cetera, et cetera. All right. All right. Hold, hold the rest of that for next week, Nancy, and we'll, we'll <laughs> It's funny. Keith's comment was in the chat room is Walt's butt was here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> All right. Any other housekeeping? I do. I have a, yeah, I have a couple corrections from last week. I had problems with first names when I was <laughs> talking about Patrick Bagora. And the wonderful, charming experience we had with our granddaughter. I, I ended up apparently referring to his ne'er-do-well brother, John. So it's actually <laughs> Patrick Bagora. And so, of course, Mary Jo texts me this to a phone that I am not on during I'm the so show. So. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you live, though, but... but- we under, we have Why? an understanding now, Michael. So, <laughs> so um, anyway, so and then the other one was Roald Dahl. I think I said Ronald, which I think probably is what his parents wanted to name him, but the name was misspelled. But anyway, <laughs> yes, I know it's Roald Dahl. So thank you for all those messages that <laughs> I received. Cute. <laughs> <Yeah>. Poor Michael. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's move on to the news. Um, I'll let I'll let you pick which you want to talk about first, Tony. Okay, we're going to start with recalls. Okay, so Disneyland Parks and Resorts, Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. I'm going to think. I think from now on, I just decided we we're going to call it Disneyland Parks and Resorts because we know that's the original. Okay. But <laughs> I was trying to make it Disneyland specific, but it's everywhere. All of them. They're recalling Darth Vader and Disneyland 60th Anniversary Infant Onesies. Because the snaps can detach and pose a choking hazard. It's Darth Vader. What do you expect? Uh, no injuries <laughs> have you. been reported. The recall involves around 10,000 onesies. Uh, consumers were advised to stop using the items and contact Disney for instructions on returning them for full refund. They were sold in five sizes. Whatever the M stands for. 3M, 6M, 12M. Oh, months. It's month. It, Andrew's 14, I forgot. It's been a long time. Uh, I was like, what's the M stand for? months? Like, no, no. 52 yeah, months? Yeah, exactly. Um, and 24M, months. M stands for months. The artwork on the front of the bodysuit shows an infant Darth Vader holding a lightsaber with the text, if you only knew the power of the dark side. I don't really need to go into much more than that, other than... I think Michael and I have discussed this. This is what they get for making Darth Vader cute for babies. Yes. <gasps> there are so many cute Darth Vader. I hate Vader, it. Cute Star Wars things. I'm not saying this. Love them. Now I know I'm going to go to, I'm going to burn forever for saying this is what they get. Not meaning the baby's getting hurt. I'm just there saying. There were no injuries. No, there Come were no on. injuries. I just hate, I, I, I feel like this is a little bit of, of the dark side karma. Just saying. <laughs> so. Anyways. That could be. Yeah. 
So I, I will give you that. Okay. So next we have. But they're still cute. Yeah, retired U.S. Coast Guard engineer Andy Fitzgerald was saluted at Disneyland Resort's flag retreat ceremony. They had a thank you during the daily flag retreat ceremony at Disneyland to Andy Fitzgerald, one of four U.S. Coast Guardsmen who went out to sea to rescue the crew of the SS Pendleton in 1952. The historic rescue, the most daring rescue mission in the history of the U.S. Coast Guard, is the focus of the Walt Disney Studios' upcoming heroic action thriller, The Finest Hours. And so he got uh, a nice synergy there with one of the... Wow, you are really on top of the news. That yeah. Didn't that just happen today? That just happened today. I, I happened to be at the parks. I was on Main Street and I heard the announcement that they were going to do the uh, flag retreat ceremony. And I haven't seen it in a while, so I scuttled on down there. And there were a bunch of people with cameras, uh, Disney people with cameras, movie cameras, etc. And I was wondering, you know, gee, I wonder what's going on, but... Um, I watched it, and afterwards, I found out that they were honoring Andy Fitzgerald there at the Disneyland Resort, and they gave him this beautiful plaque. I, I just checked my pictures, and I have a real nice picture of it, so I'll see if I could either put it in the Disneyland forum, or I probably won't do a blog. I'll probably do it on the Disneyland forum and put a picture of it. But um, so many people were honored. There were people shaking his hand and everything, and... Again, I encourage anybody who has an opportunity to see the Disneyland flag retreat to see it. But I, there's always something special going on at Disneyland, and I just kind of lucked in just to watch this. And here you have it on the news. Yes. Now, now Tony used the word synergy. Um, I wouldn't use as nice a word. Does anyone else have a problem with Disney using the flag oh, retreat yeah. to advertise an upcoming movie? I hated it. I was just trying to be positive. I, it was kind of tongue in cheek, like oh, but no, I think it's this guy. It's I. It doesn't surprise me, but I. Would, I appreciate this gentleman's heroic efforts yeah, but, and think he should be honored. But at least wait till the DVD comes out. Yeah, I was thinking it sort of ruined the end of the film. <laughs> well, we know that he lives. <laughs> well, I didn't even know that they were. I. I. This movie was not on my radar or anything, and I didn't know who he was and. When they did say that he was in the in the film um, The Finest Hour, people were saying, oh, that's a film from the 80s, or that's an old film. And then I looked No, it on, comes out on Friday. It's coming out in 2016. Yeah. But no, it comes out on Friday. I, oh, okay. Well, that's 2016. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm sorry, regardless of the fact... To a theater that, near you. What, what what better time to, to honor him than, you know, they have <laughs> no. a movie coming out? No. Why that's not? The, because it's the reason they honored him was because of the movie. To get they, people to they, go it see It took the movie. nothing away from the flag retreat ceremony. It was after the flag retreat ceremony. Ask any of my friends who watched on Periscope. Just ask Keith. Keith, right there. No, ask I'm Keith. sure. I'm sure it was great and and nice. But it's the idea that if they did, let's just pretend this movie wasn't going to be released for four years, they wouldn't have done it until Tom. This is your idea, and then I'm the one being your doing your dirty work for you. No, you're kidding. I keep kidding. <laughs> like I just yeah. I'm just glad I wasn't the only one. No, that, that's why that, I said synergy because I didn't want to get into this. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I didn't like it. Like I yes, they're two separate pieces. And I actually think you actually disrespect him a little bit by only do doing it right before the movie comes out. Why couldn't you have done it? Like and actually they do it six months ago. It's not as I don't think it's as much much bad taste. But as soon as they say, for the upcoming film, did they say that? Did they mention the film at all? Well, I think the fact... Yeah, they did mention See, the I film. See, I don't like that. I, I, I was there, and I not, saw not that, that Not that everything in the park is not promoting something, but it's the flag retreat. But it happened after at the end. They had already taken the flag away, and then they announced that they were honoring him. They didn't do it at any time, you know, because you, you have this, and you guys have seen the flag retreat. You know, they have the ceremony and all the songs. They honor all the veterans. Um, you know, I'm trying to think. Maybe they did say his name after they after they did all the veterans, but they didn't present him with anything until after the flag was already taken away. So, no, he did not receive. Oh, um, we're being asked in chat if he received the flag. No, they didn't. Um, give him the flag. They gave him 
a um, an inscri- inscribed plaque, mm-hmm. um, a really beautiful one. I'm sure he, he's he's going to have to hang it in his in his in his home. But they I heard this beautiful plaque. So. I heard they weren't going to give him the flag until it opens and they at least get you know in the top five. <laughs> then they'll give him the flag. They're terrible. No, okay, but you, okay, we're forgetting. This is the same company. I love Disney. Obviously, I'm on the show. This is the same company that tried to Mary Joe. You forget copyright Dia de los Muertos. Remember. I forgot about that. Yeah, see, that's it's that <laughs> we we're so we love it she so much it we forget those little oh that's kind of leaving bad taste in our mouth. Then we have great tastes for a while, and then every so often they try to show one. So. All right, go to the flag retreat. It's awesome. Yes. So. Oh, next. they're going to honor Luke Skywalker yeah, exactly. service <laughs> next yeah, week. <laughs> so. I'm laughing. Okay. Disneyland's oldest building. a thir- Remembering Alderaan. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, as long as it's not Jar Jar, I'm okay. So, now I'm going to... Can I read the whole story in, in uh, Jar Jar? No, please don't. <laughs> Misa say, Disneyland's <laughs> oldest building... That's pretty good. Oh, thank you. you just have to I want you to do the whole... I have to just put Misa in front of it and never use the pronoun <laughs> I and... You're beloved, not really beloved. You're the most hated character in the Star Wars canon. I hate that we use the word canon like it's a religion and that we all know what that means. That's amazing. Anyways, okay. Disneyland's oldest building, a 1,300-square-foot house built in the 1920s, has moved from a northern behind-the-scenes area to an off-site parking lot in Ball Road for visitors to the company's administrative building. The relocation of the Hope... Not Hope House... Pope House preserves an important part of Disney history while also preparing for the park's Star Wars land at Disneyland. The house was constructed near what is now Harbor Boulevard and moved during Disneyland's construction onto the theme park's grounds. In 1954, Owen and Dolly Pope, who Walt Disney hired to train and care for the horses, mules, and other animals that became part of the park when it opened the next year, moved in. The house sat next to the Circle D Corral, a ranch that was off-limits to the public, and where the horses that walked Main Street USA were kept along with other park animals. The Pope's retired in the mid-70s. The house was then used as an office. Wow, that seems kind of interesting. An office by employees who cared for Disneyland's animals. Officials said the house will stay put at its new site, and they're figuring out how to use the home. The cost... We'll put Star Wars merchandise in there. The cost to move the Pope house (laughs) was $20,000, and the horses have been moved to an office stable off property stable they weren't in the house but just in my room and the rest of the animals were adopted by family in Marietta but really the big idea is that they moved the house mm-hmm. and someone said thank god so I'm sure she's going to shed some light on it sorry well yeah she says I think she was meant that they didn't tear it down oh okay yeah yeah so yeah that was I was researching to do a story on, on the Diz it's the house was on the property when they were going to build Disneyland, and so they they moved a bunch of houses, but they gave the Pope's choice of one of the houses, and this was the one they chose to be moved backstage um, for them to live in while they while they cared for the well they cared for the horses and the other animals. I just think it's so cool that they lived at Disneyland. <clears throat> You know, until they moved, but well, before that, they lived for a couple years at the Walt Disney Studios. While they were while they were planning the hor- planning the park, so they worked with Roy and with Walt to to help plan what they were going to do with the animals, and they lived in a trailer on the Walt Disney Studios property for a couple years before that, even. Yeah, I had read that too. Mm-hmm. And then they moved in a few days before Disneyland opened into the, this this house, and then uh, when Disney World was being built, they relocated out to Florida to help build the the one of the ranches out there and both retired from Disney World in 1950 uh, 1975 so like I think it was he was the first first cast member to retire from Walt Disney World oh hmm so I'm I'm so glad they're not I'm full of lots of useless information that I just read <laughs> That's a good thing mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this business. Yep. 
Oh, no, uh, Disney Parks blog did a, lot, a nice write-up on it a few years ago, so I was able to go back and look at that, and it had a lot of the history on, of, of, the, of the Pope House, which is kind of cool. You can actually see the Pope House if you're up on the top uh, top level of Minnie and Friends. I mean, okay. on the mini so level where is of it at now, Mary Jo? Where is it at exactly? If you look where the corral is, it's behind, it's by there. No, the new the new location. Oh, the new location is over by the Imagineer shop, that one that's bluish green, shiny. Okay, I thought, I thought they moved it off property. Uh, my understanding is they were moving it in the parking lot of that. TDA. Yes. Team Team Disney and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I thought that maybe they had moved it to that new look, the new parking lot on Ball and Harbor or something. Oh, I know what you're talking about. No, I don't think so. But, you know, right. uh, that was yesterday's decision. You know, maybe they changed right. it. Yeah. Very cool. Only Google Earth will tell. <laughs> yeah, in, a, in a few years. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they're quicker to update it than that. All right. Thank you, Tony. Uh, let's hit some rapid fires. I will go next. I have a very rapid one. No details yet, but Knott's Berry Farm has announced the return of the Knott's Boysenberry Festival happening. Wow. Happening March 19th, March 19th to April 3rd. Uh, of course the event includes live entertainment and limited time food offerings, including lots and lots of boysenberries. So, I'll be there for that. I, I love the yeah. fact that, you know, they Disney they was- developed the boysenberry there at Nosbury Farm mm-hmm. and that they still, they still celebrate it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, because Disneyland, it all started with a mouse. Knots, it all started with, with the, the boysenberry. boysenberry. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Put it right out there. Mary Jo. Mine's were a little quick. Uh, remember that I had earlier in the month, I um, mentioned that Lyft was now picking up at the LAX airport. Well, now Uber has been given permission to pick up at the LAX airport. So if you want to use either of those instead of getting a taxi, and they have um, different types of cars that you can get for Uber. So make sure that depending if you have a lot of luggage, etc., that you get that you request the correct car. You want an Uber SUV or Uber XL um, instead of the Uber X, which is rather small for your family. Well, that depends. Really? Oh, good. So you know. Yeah, that it's it depends. So I've had Uber X where I've been in a Prius, and then I've been in an Uber X where I've been in an SUV. Like, I mean, most of the time the SUVs aren't, but that depends on your like luck of the draw. You never know before. <clears throat> so if you have a big family, I agree you should do the XL. It's going to be more expensive though. Um, it's 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 like if you were to do a town car in relative Uber terms. But um, if you're a couple, if you, if it's just two people, maybe even three, I've never had a car and I've done LA and all over. I've never had an Uber that's smaller than a, an, uh, Prius. So okay. yeah, well, that, doesn't mean, that doesn't mean you might not have somebody doing a geo Metro Uber, but blast from past, but, um, I think you should be okay as long as you're not. If you're there for ten days, I would do what you're saying. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think it, uh, you're okay with the passengers. It's it's the it's luggage. It's the luggage. That's the issue. Yeah. So, yeah. but most of yeah, them, if you have a yeah, go ahead. No, I was just say if you have a lot of luggage, you want to make sure that you you do get the the bigger car because you'll be wasting yours and his or her time. And then you Otherwise, get less but, stars. Yeah, I think this is such. This, and then also, if you do get Uber, just know that they're going to be picking you up from the upper level, which is the departure level. They're Smart. not going to be going down to the arrival level. So, good thing for Very people cool. trying to save money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Mary Jo. Uh, let's mix things up and go with Tony. Okay, Discovery <laughs> Science Cube. Woo woo! I've been waiting. Actually, too long because now Andrew doesn't watch this show because he's 14. And if he wants to go to this exhibit, I'll be a little, we're going to have to have a discussion. D- Dora and Diego, let's explore. <laughs> February. Stars of the new Geico commercials. Yeah, when I, when I, when Andrew's to watch uh, Dora, Diego was no one. Diego wasn't even around. So, anyways, Dora and Diego, let's explore February 6th to May 22nd at the Discovery Queue, which is five minutes down the five freeway. And here's what you can do. And this is actually perfectly set up because if you listen to 
is it this week's show that Nancy's going to talk about the free aged kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the, the, if you're, this is a good, good, uh, crossover because of the ages. Anyways, Purple Planet with Dora and Boots. They can visit that. Rocket Ship, Dora's outer space friends want to go back to the Purple Planet. Preschoolers Ooh, are, I remember that preschoolers are invited to put on a space shoot, suit, pilot the ship and test their memory with images of colorful planets as they help Dora and Boots take their outer space friends home. Constellations, uh, identify patterns. Isis Flowery Garden, I don't even know. Oh, oh, Isa, Isa, oh, Isa the Iguana. Now remember, enough of flashbacks. Isa the Iguana demonstrates how to take <laughs> care of flowers, plants, and animals. They can interact with puppets that are birds and butterflies and insects. Tico's tree and car. Dora is a good friend of Tico. The squirrel and visitors are invited to be good friend to Tico too. Tico needs help picking nuts from the tree for a family picnic. And you can play along with Swiper to Swiper, no Okay, swiper. I'm just going to read the sentence, and we'll just let it go. Children can play along with Swiper to swipe the nuts and watch as they shoot up and over to fill Tico's basket. I just think that's a poorly written sentence based on where my mind goes. Okay, visitors can help Tico fill up his car with nuts so he can begin his journey. Pirate ship, they can pretend to be pirates. Animal rescue center, rainforest maze. So that's February 6th to May 22nd, and I'm sure it's included. And then there's another exhibit, which I'm going to get on my soapbox and say you should take your older children to. And that's Engineering Week, which is coming up February 20th to 28th. For those of you who don't know, I do professional development all over the country, and um, I'm doing a lot of we're doing a lot of work with STEM. And so this is a great opportunity for that kind of stuff for your kids. It's February 20th to 28th. They're going to have daily learning stations, a parachute drop. Put your engineering skills to the test as you design, build, test, and modify a parachute. For longest hang time, you can build a freestanding arch and learn how it can remain standing without additional structural support. Build tables that can hold the most weight. Cube Junior Imagination Playground. Build your own playground of giant foam. And then um, they're also going to have an egg drop competition on February 27th. Bring your homemade egg transport vehicle and put it the ultimate test as it drops from 20 feet in the air. And then there's rules and... You can see. So, fun but learning, February 20th to the 28th, and then Dora Fun, uh, beginning the first week of February until, we said, I think, March 22nd. So, and it's just down the street. Very cool. Thank you, Tony. Uh, Nancy. Okay, so last week I promised you an, uh, that hopefully we would have an update on Valentine's Day. Well, guess what? What? Yes! The Disney Parks blog blog finally came up with everything on the 20th. (laughs) There are no reservations available, but go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you found some. Okay. How wrong you are. The Napa Rose still has reservations. Really? Only at 9 p.m. Well, yeah. I just got that word from my husband, and he was just calling Steakhouse 55 right now for me um, <laughs> to see if they still have them. Nice. Well, let's you talk about in- wait, what wait, they wait. have. You have your husband's your intern? Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. He knows his well, place. Well, you know, it took me so freaking long to get home from Disneyland today. I thought she was, was going to say to get him trained. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> That too. But yes, there are still, as of this recording, there are still Napa Rose um, reservations available at 9 p.m. seating. Um, so, okay. Catal finally put their Valentine's menu up. Let me tell you, it looks freaking good. First course, butternut squash, bisque, cream, honey, bacon, chive, baton, Spanish tortilla frites, romanesco dipping sauce, um, manchego salad, oysters on the half shell with yuzu and pomegranate mini- mignonette, um, bacon wrapped dates, which is on the menu. On the menu normally. Um, then they have roasted salmon, signature paella with mussel shrimps and all chicken and all that good stuff. Braised lamb shoulder, asparagus risotto, petit filet, scalloped potatoes, cream spinach, all the, with chimichurri sauce, and desserts. Strawberry shortcake with lavender mascarpone cream and strawberry marmalade, chocolate croissant bread pudding, bourbon vanilla sauce, house made gelato or sorbet. Now, if you go, if you want a Disney owned restaurant, we have a bunch. Carthay Circle actually has a sweetheart dinner for two, 140 Aww. plus tax and gratuity. 
That is on February 13th and 14th. Three courses, lobster and asparagus to start, steak florentine for two, which is a porterhouse of Chianti beef, sautéed Brussels sprouts, parsnips, bacon, fingerling potatoes, and brie, and for dessert, chocolate hearts for two, um, with chocolate espresso, white chocolate raspberry, served tableside with warm chocolate sauce. So that is a particularly new special thing for the Carthay Circle. I don't remember them ever doing a dinner for pre-feed dinner for two before the fixed menu like that. Um, now, the seasonal menu, they list that on the Parks blog. I'm not talking about it. Um, the Steakhouse 55 special three-course dinner paired with wines also February 13th through the 16th. So you don't have to make it on Valentine's Day. Yay. Start with shrimp and scallop cassoulet with fried artichoke and lobster cream. Main course is broiled filet mignon with morel, mushroom, fettuccine, and asparagus. Dessert, raspberry white chocolate crunch cake. Ooh. And you can get that special at the lounge as well. So if you don't want to get into the restaurant, you can eat at the lounge. Um, Napa Rose has one of their amazing four-course dinners with an available wine flight. Like I said, Still reservations. Storytellers is going to offer a bacon-wrapped filet mignon with a cabernet reduction and lobster sun-dried tomato risotto. And Paradise Pier at the PCH Grill, they're getting into it. Yeah, and nothing. they're going to have, on February 14th, they're going to have a special tasting station, including a seafood saute station, a sta carving station with beef, like always, wood-fired pizza station, like mini always. taco station. Like always. They got nothing. And... Any mac and cheese bar, which is a little different. Okay, that's yeah. I, I think they're just trying to sell that restaurant. I don't think yeah, they're trying to sell there. it, but but still, well, they took away the. They don't really have a pizza station anymore because we talked about that. They took. Well, away they, the they, they still let the kids do pizzas. Well, but not for the grown-ups, yeah. and it's a grown-up yeah. thing. Okay. So there, yeah. Okay, now at the parks. Hmm. Um, Carnation Cafe is offering a surf and turf sirloin steak and shrimp skewer with veggies on Valentine's Day. There's going to be Valentine's Day cotton candy on all the street carts, February 14th only. Yum. Blue Bayou has a sweetheart duet for the 14th, bacon wrap, filet mignon, and halibut. Um, atop croutons, spinach, potatoes, whatever. Um, Chardonnay, dill, and cognac, peppercorn, cafe au lait sauce. And a sweetheart toast, which includes a souvenir champagne flute engraved with the Blue Bayou logo. Um, with sparkling cider, eleven ninety. Five per person for the champagne flute souvenir-y thingy. And <laughs> um, Cafe Orleans, sautéed shrimp, andouille sausage with zucchini, cherry tomatoes, linguine pasta, cream, cream shrimp fumé, um, February 14th only. So that's there. And over at DCA, we've got uh, Valentine's Sundays at Clarabelle's, the 12th through the 14th. Teddy bear-shaped bread and heart-shaped bread Aww. at Mortimer's Market. Anywhere they serve bu the the boudin breads, right there or boudin, boudin, whatever you want to call them. Whoa! On um, Pacific so they call also. themselves boudin. Wait a second, boudin. This is Nancy, <laughs> the queen of pronunciation, and now she's like, whatever. I she don't always care. has a rough time with that. You one. guys are rubbing off on me on a negative way. I can't tell you. <laughs> anyway, in in Louisiana, it'd be boudin. Maybe. See, I but knew, I knew she so. couldn't let it go. See, she no, had to, she couldn't. She, couldn't. We, she had anyway, to make something up. it doesn't up. matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Everybody's so going the way they want I anyway, it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Baudin. And then, <laughs> and then the Wine Country Tutoria at Golden Vine Winery on the 14th is going to have an arugula salad, choice of lobster tail or surf and turf with beef tenderloin and shrimp and veggies. And then they have ricotta cannoli for with a berry compote for dessert. And the, um, oh, the Alfresco Wine Tasting Terrace will have a dessert Ooh. sampler. Nice. With uh, vanilla fruit tart, raspberry macaroon. That should, that's weird. I've never heard of raspberry macaroons. Macaroons are the coconut tower things. Macaron. N macarons, I can see being raspberry. Yeah. I'm sure that's macaroons? what they Macaroons? I don't know. Anyway, and tiramisu, paired with sparkling wine. So that's it, Valentine's Woo. I I haven't looked. I'm sure that uh, that um, Jazz Kitchen is doing something Valentine's y, but I forgot to look. So there we go. And you don't want to wait for me to look. So there we go. Oh. Guess what I'm going to be having on Valentine's Day? 
What? Airline pretzels. Yum. Yeah. Will they be heart shaped? <laughs> yeah. Don't tell my wife. I know that I'm flying to Florida that day, so. But I will make it in time for the live show at seven o'clock. Or or ten o'clock. It's, it's I, ten o'clock your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that day we'll be broadcasting live from the Swan Dolphin. All <laughs> right, it's across the U.S. Yeah, exactly, Michael. Okay, I have a couple. Okay, first those Disney merchandising devils have struck mm-hmm. again. I have my study is you know uh, I we have this useless shelf um, up high, so I have all my. Apparently, it does have a use. Yes, it does now. It holds my popcorn bucket collection. And of course, right there at the end are my three balloon ones, my pink, purple, and red balloon ones that I bought in 2015. Well, little (laughs) Disney now, uh, same exact balloon buckets and but all they're with mickey on it they don't even change the colors but this is the second generation popcorn buckets all they did is slap the little disneyland banner underneath mickey's face and and now the and now they're selling them again i thought because now you know i'm going to want all three of these and they're, they're not significantly different and I just think, you know, show a little more creativity there, boys and girls. At least do different colors. I mean, yeah. Did I not something. say that about the about the the Christmas merchandises last year? They did the same exact Christmas merchandise as a year before. I'm, I'm just yeah. saying it's completely uninspired. What the heck do you pay your artists for? And it Here? and it and it uh, at Disney's Animal Kingdom they have some light up lo- lotus popcorn bucket. So you know it's going to end up here somehow, and how they're going to work it in right. to kinda our like, theme. Kind of like the, the mine train? I don't know. Yes, yes, yeah. that is my best one. Yeah. I have that right next to my yeah. Tie Fighter popcorn bucket. <laughs> so um, anyway, and then it was like three hundred dollars, right? <laughs> Almost. I think it was two seventy five, but okay. you know, still up there. Yeah. So anyway, my next one is, um, since a couple of us are going to Alani, um, Carol and I are going to Alani in May, and Nancy announced she's going in June, well, Atlantis Resorts also announced that they are working out the final details to build an Atlantis Resort on a 15-acre parcel um, of land on the Diamond Head side of Disney's Alani Resort in Hawaii, and they said that it most likely will be the most expensive resort ever built, um, costing more than $2 billion. Um, the amenities that they plan to offer will be similar to Atlantis's The Palm Resort in Dubai. Uh, I think people swim in oil in that resort. <laughs> anyway, it has, it has going to have a huge interactive aquarium. So I don't know if, I'm not too sure what that is. As well as some hotel rooms with an aquarium view, they'll have a dolphin encounter and a shark habitat. Maybe that's the part that's interactive. Anyway, there's no timeline yet for the project. Um, so it's to get its permits and regulatory, uh, you know, process and all that before construction begins. So, um, anyway, so, so there'll be, hopefully, I don't know, maybe you'll be able to, Rent a day, a room over there, and when you're at Alani, and go over and swim with the sharks or whatever at Atlantis. Very cool. Thank you, Michael. All right, a couple quick um, rapid fires that didn't make it to the the real show. Um, celebrate Gospel, the the event where they have uh, gospel choirs from around Southern California uh, come into the parks, is back on February 13th at California Adventure. Uh, watch for that. And then I also heard that the E.T. parking lot at Universal Studios Hollywood is now open. So there's hey. now more parking to be had at Universal Studios Hollywood. But that one is, I think, way down at the end of City oh. Walk, even. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for people who like to walk, mm-hmm. they can they can park there. Do you know if they've added parking to any of the Fast Passes? At Universal Studios. Oh, do any of the annual passes? You Pardon said me? fast passes. You said fast passes. I meant annual passes. You know, my sure mind they- thought at- that's so weird. Um, to the annual <laughs> I'm passes. I'm pretty sure they announced that ever all that no passes were c- would contain right. parking. Yeah. 
I keep hoping. I know. It's so freaking expensive mm-hmm. to park there. Park at Disneyland and take the metro over. To- <laughs> I'm kidding. Park down at the metro lot and take the tram up the yeah. hill. Yeah, no. Yep. All right. Oh, quick yeah, go update. ahead. The Jazz yeah. Kitchen has no Valentine's menu announced. Okay. I did a quick look. How about how about Tortilla Joe's? Do they have? Uh, no, um, I'd have to go. Yeah, the Valentine's guacamole. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to ask you to say that, Rachel. Uh, you you know that I get asked to say so. that on the Periscope. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nancy. That's okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that it, they don't. I was joking. I was joking. I was just giving her a chance to say guacamole. No, but I mean they used to. Oh, back okay. in the day, they used to, and I think they've really cut back on that. Yeah. Um, we can t- we can talk about this next week as a rapid fire. But I was updating. I was looking at the list of the the Orange County um, Restaurant Week, and they have really cut back on those as well. We used to have like three or four downtown Disney restaurants on the list. And now there's only, I think it's Catal and Steakhouse 55 are the only ones on the list anymore. So I'm surprised. I'll look that up and I'll bring that up next week. But You know, maybe they just don't advertise enough where people will go and get it. Uh-huh. Because they're, the meals that they offer are just so good. And yeah. you try food that you normally wouldn't when they have uh-huh. these. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Wow. You sound like Horshack. Valentine's menu. At Tortilla Joe's. (laughs) From 2013? No, it's right there on their website right now. Sweet corn soup, endive salad, choice of fruta del mar, lobster, scallops, rockfish, Mexican shrimp, Prince Edward Island mussels, yellow teardrop, tomatoes, I'm assuming, onion, fingerling potatoes, tomato episode broth, and dessert hazelnut crunch um, cake and berries and cream. $35. $35. That's a bargain. A freaking bargain. I'm hungry. Er. Oh, by the way, Catal's what pricing was uh, not bad either, I want to say. Huh. Tortilla- and they had a pretty decent menu as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't put... They didn't put their price on their menu. But I remember from last year when we did it, it was it was pretty freaking great. All right. All right. Thank you, everyone. For those of you listening live on Mixler, be sure to hang around and catch our next segment. Uh, For everyone else, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.